A very good afternoon to you and welcome to this week's podcast. Okay, we are on podcast 20 this week. Um, the theme that we're talking about this week is loot boxes. Okay, so I have Philip, Christian and a very special guest with us. Jamie Slots is with us this week. So good afternoon, boys. Good afternoon. Hello. Lovely to have you on board, everybody. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to just dive straight into this topic on loot boxes. Okay. So for those people that are unaware, what are loot boxes and how do they work? Um, I think me and Jamie are probably the best candidates for this because, you know, we're young, unlike good old Christian and you, Matt, who are old. You know, oh, I can't help being that old. I'm not that old. <laughs> Come on. It's just the white hair that gives it away. <laughs> Well, I've got my hand myself and I'm 28, so that's probably not a good sign. Um, but I think, Jamie, you would agree that loot boxes came around kind of in our generation of gaming, right? Um, in the yeah. early 2000s. I think it's CSGO, isn't it? Pretty much. Like, yeah, it's, you get it's, knives. It depends on the yeah. game. Each game now has got its own little system where it's like CSGO skin gambling. You've got FIFA with its packs. That is kind of a form of a loot box. Right. You can pay to get this pack open and it'll give you maybe these set amount of players. But let's think about it. It's based on RNG. We make yeah. slots. Yeah. Slots are based on RNG. Random yeah. number generator is gambling. And FIFA's age rating is three plus. A three-year-old can go into FIFA, get his mum to give him some FIFA points. His parents don't really know because they don't really go into much detail. And they can literally gamble by getting his packs, getting a play out. And it's, and it's encouraging underage gambling. I mean, we've spoken in the past that I gambled as a kid. But my God, if I'd have gambled like these kids are doing now, I'd, you know, it could have been way worse for, some, for someone like me or many other people because it was still controlled gambling, even though it was underage gambling when I was a kid. And that got eradicated from the gambling industry. We know for a fact that's gone. You know, you get age yeah. verified, everything in this industry. Yeah. But there's no protection in place whatsoever for kids on this at all. Yeah. No, just yeah. to add here as well, for, for, for the, the slot industry, for example, we have normally there's um, uh, warning signs, you spend this much money or you've spent this much time on the game. And we don't really know what the RNG uh, for these boxes are. Uh, well, for a casino game, it is very clearly written in the rules. Well, okay. interestingly enough, we do know a little bit behind the mechanics of it because there's EA leak documents. And that's why we can name EA because the leak documents are all over the internet, all over new sites. Um, and basically, they geared everything about FIFA 21 to push a player to go and gamble on these on the foot on for FIFA Ultimate Team, and the percentages are ridiculously low to get a good player. It's like to get a really the you know the cleanest player you want, you the guy that yeah. you want in your team. It's like 0.05 percent or something to the chance of opening a pack. That's oh, yeah, that's okay. gambling. That's RNG. Yeah. That is literally what it is. And it's in my opinion, it's it's. I'm not too sure about Jamie and Christian and even yourself Matt I personally think it's disgraceful because it's you're coaching kids into getting that gambling mentality that is a it's the equivalent of drugs it's a gateway drug but think about it we've talked about this before right obviously I've got like five and a half million children I think half the time <laughs> wow busy man. you know I know and I'm a busy guy my back's killing me but the, you know if you look at you know my youngest right he's 10 lives on Fortnite. every every week there's a new skin every week there's a new weapon there's a new something else in the item store to buy yeah. and that's that you know instead of you giving me pocket money this week can i have x right can i buy x pack if i do a little bit more jobs around the house can i save up a bit a bit of money and do that and i think for kids it, it, it's strange right because now i do this podcast for you guys for the last number of months I sit down with the kids, they all listen. And, you know, sometimes they go, how is Fortnite or gaming like this EA stuff and FIFA 21? How is that, you know, 
gambling itself. Explain a little bit more to people as well of, of why that is almost a precursor for gambling when you become an adult. If you coach someone into doing something enough, they'll do it. Even yeah. regardless, and it'll be subconsciously. So if you're a kid and you, you're used to opening these packs, you get in the rush of opening these packs. Man, I open FIFA packs and I know exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah, and I've totally. been doing that since before I was even able to gamble. And back in that time, um, when I was 17, I wasn't thinking, oh, this is gambling. I was like, I want this, I want this player. Give me the player. Oh, why, why am I not getting this player? I'm going to open another pack. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to deposit some money. I'm going to get another pack. Yeah. And then you're thinking, you're coaching kids into that mentality of chasing that win because that's what it is, they're chasing the win. So if they step into a, when they're 18, if they step into a gambling environment, they're going to chase that win and chase that bonus because they're used to doing it with FIFA and it's a totally different landscape. It, in a sense, it's more harsher when you're gambling free. I mean, uh, Jamie's a streamer. He'll be able to tell you how harsh it is when it comes to certain times in gambling. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, that's what you're doing. You're coaching this kid to chase that win in the future. You're training them up to do that. The thing is, though, like the, the one thing that I am going to add, like, so when you're opening uh, a uh, FIFA pack, you go into like a stadium thing and it opens and stuff. And there is ways to tell if you've got like a decent player or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's like, I've seen people do it. And then they're just like, if they don't see that, like, just flash or something, away, they skip it. They don't yeah. want it. They don't want yeah, it at totally. all. So, yep. um, yeah, it's the mentality of, it's yeah it's not good (laughs) it's like it's like in the uk now they're taking like fast spins away and they're taking autoplay yeah on a slot you could if you you know a spin's gonna be dead by the first two reels three reels you can literally skip the spin basically by just clicking it and it'll stop spinning straight away and it's done and you can just carry on what jamie just said there that's the equivalent of doing that but in a slot game so you're already coaching as i said these people to go into a slot in the future or maybe not in the uk market maybe in a different market where that is still available and they'll do that yeah, and then the tactics they use as well, uh, such as um, you know they, they put out these limited packs, uh, so that the players get that fear of losing out or this limited edition yeah. player or special deals. So it makes them even more encouraged to, to push yeah. through FIFA and this year, get that up. For that, yeah. it's been insane. I mean, there's been a new limited edition player, or you know you can only get this item if, if you pack it, or you need these packs, you need players to get this item every single day. I think at one point, I think I was actually complaining to Christian. I was like. Mate, I can't even play FIFA at the moment because yeah. it's, it's like every single day there's a new player, and I have to. And I'm like, I can't because there's not. There's literally it's driving you to buy these packs. And if you look at the leaked documentation, everything that they describe in the process is driving you to buy these packs. They literally state it in black and white. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not the same uh, same way as it used to be before with the old time um, games where you had to progress in the game to get the next character. Now you have to buy them. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. pay to play, isn't it? That's yeah, what yeah, it's it called, pay to yeah. play. Yeah, yeah. So that then, that I suppose then lies where the risk is for, for, for underage kids of making that that jump where you are just playing computer games, right? And I know we said from the get-go that I'm an old git, and I am an old git, right? And I like to just play a game, just play it, sit <laughs> down. Even if I haven't touched the game in a year, I know I can just pick up a game and play it. I try and if I haven't played Fortnite in six months, I'm just going to get killed by everybody. You know what I mean? And, and it's that it's that sense of is that such a big risk then you think from these young kids that are playing these games, you know, getting that mentality, is that such a huge risk? And if it is, what potentially could be done to eventually prevent that from from happening to these these young well, age kids? We know it's a risk because if you look at markets like Belgium, they've started to ban these packs, loot boxes, effing totally from their market. They've told to the game developers like, no, this is gambling. F you, get rid of it. 
pretty much. Right. And EA is trying to go after him with lawsuits and blah, blah. Not just EA, there's other developers, but we're mentioning EA so much, just in case anyone from EA is listening, because you're the subject of leaked documentation that is in the news. Unlucky for you. Um, and this is why, you know, at the end of the day, if that is a good step from the, you know, the, the Belgian government to get this, get rid of this, the UK yeah. government are laughable. It's it's difficult because with the gambling industry, we have a lot of restrictions in place to stop people underage gambling. So it's it's difficult for the gambling industry to to really do anything because we've had these like government inquiries, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. We mentioned Belgium's actually taking really good steps to block this, but the UK had a, a parliamentary inquiry and all the game developers basically went yeah yeah prove, prove, prove it's gambling like right. like because the people who are doing these queries don't have a clue what they're talking about yeah. and then they always say it's the gambling industry responsibility like you can ask jamie as a streamer he will get age verified kyc documentation more than anyone on the planet probably yeah he'll be able to back me up with that yeah 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 definitely so obviously i had a i think it was about two weeks ago so i, I was making withdrawals on uh william mel and uh yeah I, i've been asked and i've, I've had a deposit limit now um of 2k on my account so you know they're taking action you know they're doing something they're saying hold on you know this is your limit um but obviously games and that they they don't they don't have it they and it's i don't know it's just something needs to be done uh because it is gonna it is gonna create a bigger issue um, for younger generation, pretty much for the younger kids, and, and with the gambling industry, Christian will probably agree as well. We get tired with the brush, like it's our fault, and we're like, yeah. we're, we're doing everything physically possible in our in our repertoire, and even yeah. coming up with newer ways to stop underage gambling. And every time yeah. in the pulpit section, it's like, oh, it's the gambling industry's fault, and we're like, we can't make these game developers do this. Like, this is not our job. They're not even in our industry. Gambling yeah. is not video game. It's not the gaming industry. It's a it's gambling industry. If I turn around to EA Sports and be like, "Oh, do you mind um, stopping these free worlds gamble on your game?" They'd be like, "Fuck you!" Pretty yeah. much, it's, it's worth billions to them. More or less. They're not going to stop. But then you yeah. have, like, for example, we, if we turn back to the, um, the online casino industry, so you have the, the big players uh, in the market. They do a lot of research on their own uh, dime, so to say, uh, about problem gambling and how to prevent this. And for example, there was a big company, uh, Kindred, came out. They're trying to be, uh, by 2022, they don't want any income from gambling uh, problem players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they made a statement good. like that. And these, these are the things that we are in the casino industry are trying to to uh, put measures in place to safeguard the players while these loot boxes, there's really absolutely no regulation and there's no real, you know, we can't really see what's coming out of them. They're not, these things are not tested. Like if we release Arcade and releases a casino, a new slot game, we have to go through certain testing labs to make sure it's fair for every jurisdiction, for every country. There's nothing like this with loot boxes. It's just like, here you go. And one of the caveats as well, for instance, if we need to get a UK certificate, one of the caveats of our game is it cannot appeal to children. So you, you will never find an arcade game that will appeal to children in art style because yeah. that's not my audience. You know, that's not the audience. Myself, Christian, the rest of the team at Arcadium are targeting. We're targeting 18 plus people. I'm not going to make a game full of teddy bears and freaking talent chocolate factory or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, as, and what you got to consider as well is the fact that the video game industry don't, doesn't have this legislation or regulations in place. They can just get away with murder. 
And there's nothing we can do about that. They have their own rating system for games. And you can say, oh, the game's 18 rated. The kids shouldn't be playing like like some uh, shooting games. But the parents will just buy it because they don't understand the gambling behind it because it's very in the public perception. But it's, it's anything to do with that. It always gets pointed at us and not to the people who are actually causing the issue. And I suppose as well, if the likes of these these gaming companies don't get involved and actually don't try and take physical steps themselves to stop these being in the games, you know, ultimately they could, they've got a, a multi-billion dollar marketing advertising spend. They can put out any spin imaginable. So you have got parents just going, ah, listen, it's an 18 games, but it'll probably be bang on for the kids. They're just going to buy it for them anyway. Do you know what I mean? So that's a well, different thing. you got to think about it as well. well if you're making billions and you don't have to change the way you're making billions, are you going to change the way you're making no billions? No, no one's going to do that. No. I mean, if, if I'm not being funny, if the shoe was on the other foot and I was then, I probably won't care either. But I care because I've seen what gambling can do to people. And if you're coaching yeah. kids into that mentality at such a young age, then that's out of order. So how do you think it got this bad then? You know, we've talked about in, in loads of our podcasts, right, about the fact that, and, and even on this podcast today, talk about regulations, talk about what everybody's trying to do to make sure from a gambling perspective, there are no underage gamers. But how did this sort of loot craze thing get to this point without regulation it, being in place? It pretty much started with like a younger audience, pretty much. They kind of like started streaming it and showing it live, like on YouTube and yep. creating content. That's where it all started. Um, like, like I said before, Syndicate, he's a young kid. He had a, a brainy idea or whatever, and he decided to open this this website and that. And he's been penalized for it, though. He got he got I think he got done or he got fined or he got something done to him. So if he's getting this done to him and something's been done about it, then why can't uh, you know EA or these bigger franchises so the know, answer these... to that is uh he can't afford an army of lawyers yeah that's, right that's, yeah that's how it goes. yeah um, is it that clear cut though do you know what i mean and well again, it's I like more to the fact as well sometimes do you know what i mean because is it as clear cut as the fact that this lone ranger potentially hasn't got a ton of lawyers so or is there something else in play let's forget the money let's get that aspect out there so let's say forget the lawyers all that sort of stuff when you look at bare bones stuff with gambling, it's very much age gated. Um, I remember we posted a video today on on the arcade and LinkedIn to promote the game coming out on Thursday on Dan Romance. The YouTube video that is a gameplay trailer. Remember, you, might, you mentioned to me like, "Oh, is this is this age gated?" I was like, "Yeah, because it's gambling. It has to be age gated." You know, I want the only people who are eighteen plus seeing this. Yep. However, on the flip side, with the um, game developers, it's a very much self enforced age limit, right? So they can say FIFA's three plus. Um, they can say this game's 16, this game's 18, because it's an industry-wide policing body of themselves, basically. Yeah. And their content on YouTube doesn't have to be age-gated, yeah. whereas gambling yeah. should be age-gated, and it most of the time is. So it's it's that simple as well, because a kid can't really access gambling-related videos. They probably could somewhere, they come over and find them. But nowadays, streamers, whatever, have to age-gate their content for gambling. Yeah. But on the flip side, for this other stuff, they don't have to age get in the slightest. So if a kid wants to go and find these videos and then they can kind of then say, oh, my favorite YouTuber's buying these packs. He's had this really great look. I think I'm going to replicate it. I'm going to be, it's like it's like the Riders, right? It's like role models. Yeah. It's a and bit, it's just, that's, that's a problem. It's a bit like me, like looking at like the biggest streamers, like uh, Kim, uh, you know, and other people and stuff like that. Other streamers, you look at them and you idolize on them. So obviously 
these kids are looking at these guys and they're thinking oh he can get this he can get that and he he's got this so why can't i try and have a go at it but the problem is as well it it, go, it comes down to the parents as well so it, it's um it's hard to say like it is down to obviously the the people that make the games and stuff like that as well but it is down to the parents as well and here's a, that's a, that's that's a really though. difficult thing as well right because it did again as i said right i've got five million kids when you look at these types <laughs> of games as a parent you you automatically go you know what what i'll do is i'll jump on and i'll i'll have a look online on youtube have a look at the gameplay maybe if i've, I've you know someone's bought them the game you'll go listen i'll play that first you might play like 10 seconds of it and go yeah that's sound after that it's left up to them then to go ahead and that's that's the that's the difficult yep. part for the parents well i have a i have a question for you now matt so now you've been listening to these podcasts for and you've been on this this podcast now would you form the same opinion now and now you know the facts I, I think what I would do now, which is what I do, it's like if it's got 18s games in it, because there's so much more knowledge now in my head, I'm like, dudes, you're not even thinking about playing it. We're not even going like, to let you anywhere near yeah. it. It's a totally different kettle of fish than what it used to be beforehand. Yeah. Again, so it's, it's about education. It's taking the responsibility to educate people. And yeah. if parents educate them on stuff like this, then they won't. I mean, look at, look at the 90s, for instance, when I grew up. Um, when I was like six years old, I'd literally sit there in 1998 watching Die Hard, like 11 o'clock in the mo- yeah, night yeah, yeah, or yeah. in the morning or whatever. <laughs> and it's the best Christmas film known to man. And that, that, I should not have been watching that as a six-year-old, right? No, no, no way in hell. But back in the 90s, that wasn't seen as like a bad thing. Violence and stuff like that, you know, Swords uh, awesome. and Stallone films, all that. They were like amazing. Yep. But now public perception is I'm not going to let a six-year-old kid watch <laughs> something like that you know yeah, totally. and it's the yeah, same right. mentality it evolves yeah. and education comes in and that's what needs to happen for this because if parents are educated they will be like I'm not letting my kid because we've seen a lot of problems like I, I remember there's a, there's a streamer um, called Pieface and he does like oh, he opens a lot of FIFA packs and stuff but he's openly admitted to have a gambling problem and they said the way he got into it was kind of opening these like packs and all this sort of stuff so you know, there's yeah. examples out there, and this uh, pie face is quite big um, yeah. still. So if someone like that can openly admit I had a gambling problem because I did this from a young age, then it shows there's a problem. Yeah. Okay. So consequences then, really, for the iGaming market because of these loot boxes. You know what I mean? What what sort of consequences they're going to be? But for us, I mean, we get we get restricted so much. It's going to get to the point where we're so heavily restricted where we can protect players, you know, where they are in the regulated markets and in the scope. But yeah. if we get to a point where we're getting ridiculously restricted even more than we currently are, then, you know, the, um, these game, these video games people, all the players are going to go to a market where these restrictions don't exist and they're at risk. So the players that we should be protecting, so the older players or, you know, players who are new to showing signs of, you know, problem gambling, we cannot protect them because they're no longer in our sight. And there's nothing we can do about that as an industry. And this is and this is a result of all the stuff that's happening now. Um, we have um, streamers getting absolutely crucified in the UK um, in terms of the restrictions. Again, why the gambling streamers get you know so restricted? Because they should do because of the age getting etc. But on the flip side, you got the other people gambling over there over the fence, and they're not restricted at all. So it's kind of like you're going to push regulated gambling out to a certain point where all the players are not going to protect anymore at all. Okay. All right. So what do you think then? And, and this is, again, I'll let all of you take your own sort of personal stab at this. What's the future of loot box mechanics in video games? 
monthly, I think. I think they should just do it monthly and you get it like... You get it through that way. I think that's the way that they could go. And then obviously they're not going to obviously they're not going to make it. They're not going to make as much money, but it, you know, at least it's something they could probably. I don't know. It's 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 really hard to say because games get created nowadays, and it's all about you know you get like free games, and it's about the in purchase. You know, after for the skins for the extra update or for something a seasonal thing i think some form of legislative model will yes. be necessary to just uh, it's um just to, to precise the definitions to avoid any possible workarounds uh, of this how it works uh, these things need to be very very clear in this uh, i do agree with uh, jamie here that the monthly thing could be quite good because it's a subscription like you subscribe yeah. to uh, netflix for example uh, or spotify or, or whatever your prefer preferences uh, that could be a way forward that could um, work very well because the parents have a better understanding than as well Yep. Uh, for underage children, they see the bills, uh, and yep. uh, it can't go uh, crazy over a small period, well, as we've seen before. When kids, yeah, spend all the just, money. Just yeah. to follow up on Christian as well. So there's two avenues to really continue as we are now, because there's no really punishments for these game developers. They're making billions. Why do they care? Or as Christian suggested, you know, and James suggested, we go down like a regulated, like a regulator standpoint, where it's like, okay, every month limits so you can only buy x y and z so people can set limits like, like responsible gambling you know you can set your deposit limits um however we can take real money out of the equation full stop and say look all in-game currency that's earned you can still carry on getting these loot boxes in that you just have to earn it by playing the game yeah so things like of that nature to kind of get away from this because you see cases where people are gambling 20 it's gambling because it is gambling twenty thousand pounds twenty thousand euros whatever a month on this sort of stuff and at the end of the day Unlike gambling, if a player wins, we pay. In this, the thing stays in a video game and there's a new game out next year and yeah, you spent 20 grand on Sweet FA a year later from now. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Definitely. It's similar to all the freemium games. You download it, you know, you build your little village and then you want to build uh, additional to the village and then all of a sudden you have to pay for it. And then you are very committed and you spend so many hours already building a new village or whatever you're building. And then you want I think to continue. It's just getting, I think it's just getting easier and easier as time goes by as well. So apps and stuff like that, like it's just getting easier to make purchases as well. Um, I don't know if that if there's a way. Obviously, yeah, the limit thing is the best thing. Put you in a limit, um, and yeah, then you're given the option to the parent or whoever's on the game or, or whatever. Um, yeah, you're giving them an option then um to take a take a stand you're just getting that instant gratification away as well because that's that's what it is gambling you know when you win it's that instant gratification it's that buzz right and yeah. with this when people open the packs that's literally what they're getting yeah. i mean when i get a great pack on fifa i'm like yes yeah. amazing pack oh this player's gonna be so good i'm gonna smash these people with this player and then literally i'm like afterwards i'm like it's just a player in a game yeah but for these kids who are playing, and we're not just kids, adults as well, don't get me wrong, adults gamble on this sort of stuff. It's the thrill. And that's what gambling is. It's, that's literally what gambling the, is. Gambling is a thrill and a form of entertainment. The thing, thing is, is as well, I've noticed with FIFA and that, uh, people use games as like investments. I mean, look at what, all right. So there's a game called World of Warcraft. When I was younger, I literally farmed that quite a lot. I was younger, I was, I don't know, what, 16 or whatever. I had an account. 
and I farmed it. And you can sell them at quite high prices as well. Like I sold mine for like 3K. 3K. Uh, we're in a wrong industry, man. For, we can sell these cars for 3K a pop. Yeah. Do you know what? But like, the thing is though, like the, the FIFA and the other stuff, they, people use them as investments as well. This is the scary thing as well, is that games are becoming investments. Yeah, there's actually a game. Um, I think it's called Entropia, if I'm correct. And people are buying real estate in this yeah. game. And it's kind of like, people are buying this real estate in this game for like 800 grand. So much stuff like that as investments and they sell it in the future. And the whole in-game economy works in terms of like players being able to cash out some of their in-game earnings as like real money money yeah and like you see like this sort of thing and it's basically like some guys buying 800k worth of real estate in a video game and i'm like man i ain't got 800k to buy a house in real life let alone <laughs> <laughs> like and then and that is a gamble the guy's taking the gamble that in a few years this is going to be worth x y and z and yeah the, the and i've been on their site and the, the, the they literally encourage it as not gambling but their entire video game is based on RNG, you know, a set of numbers like this will hit this target and I'll make and I'll kill this creature and I'll drop this loot. That's based on random number generator as well. And if they can cast it out for a real world value, no matter if it's a bit of skill in the game, it's still based on RNG. So again, it's still gambling. And they, on their website, you should see the wording of it. It's basically trying to divert you so much from it's gambling, it is unreal. And when someone's being that, it ain't gambling, it is gambling. <laughs> So yeah, it's very it, much a blurred line, isn't we have it? To between see yeah, yeah, what is what is gambling, what isn't gambling, what's considered this, what's considered that. But I think, I think the overall and the overrider of all of this, of what all of you've been saying, is is very clear. Without legislation, without things in place to potentially detract not only and educate parents but detract these young kids from using these loot boxes, that could potentially lead to problems later on down the line. Yes, that's correct. Absolutely. Well, they will do, definitely. The only avenue next for them is that buzz is to move into sort of gambling and get that same buzz of opening a pack or opening something yeah, and getting that, I've got this and look at this. It's, and, oh it's kind God, of like, you know? as I mentioned before, it's like the gateway drug, right? It's like, you know, you start off small, this is like your little skin gambling and blah, 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 whatever. Um, and then it's like, okay, I'm 18 now. I can actually gamble free. But then, because the already coaching is that mentality, no matter how much protection you put into a slot, they already coached into getting that instant gratification. So no matter how we program a slot to stop it, it they'll just ignore it. They'll ignore yeah. all the warnings, ignore the sponsor kind of thing, because they're used to skipping for a thing. And there's nothing yeah. we can do as an industry to stop that. It goes down as well to, to a little bit. You get that endorphin kick, right? Yeah. So you get a crack, yes, endorphin yeah. kick. And then you get a little bit addicted to that. And then you move on to the next thing and the next thing. And then all of a sudden, you're in a problem gambling situation, uh, which we don't want people to be. I think definitely they should have something. So basically in gambling, you have GamStop, you have you know all of these things, Gamble Aware. There should be something in place for games. Yeah, but imagine if you went to the government now or any legislative body and were like, we should have the equivalent of GamCare for video games. They would laugh in your face. Yeah, I know. Because governments, governments don't see it as a threat. No. And the, the, even the press is trying to say to them this, and some governments have, like Belgium uh, uh, mentioned, but the majority don't consider it at all. And that's the worrying part. It's not even being considered as a threat. Yeah. So we'll have to hopefully you know, see. I mean, I reckon it's going to get to a point where it's going to be a crisis. And then they'll be, and it's too late. But then they'll start kicking everything into overdrive to get it sorted out. All it takes, all it takes, is uh, literally something in the media or whatever. Kid 
doing decided something. to yeah. doing something yeah doing something drastic yeah but then we'll get the, then the blame i guarantee you the gambling industry gets the blame for it and not the video game industry which is obviously not right it's obviously we could go around in circles and say how much you need to do it all the time but matt will uh will round us up now by the sounds uh but yeah, yeah we, we need i think we all agreed legislation is the only way forward really for this yeah, yes, and it'd be interesting, right? Because I think twelve months time, two years time, you know, we'll do another one of these and just see if physically anything has changed. Because that's going to be the interesting point. So let's hope so. Fingers crossed. A pleasure as always, uh, gents. Thanks very much indeed for for taking the time. Uh, lovely uh, listening to your thoughts as well. Have a great day, and we'll speak to you soon. Take care, Thank guys. You. Take Thank care. You. Bye bye. Bye guys.